When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. I'm your host and valedictorian, Eric Brotman, and we have a special guest with us today, Misha Mebin, who runs Infrared Vision, LLC, which was born out of personal pain, confusion, and passion to achieve the best version of herself. Uh, Misha is an amazing guest. She helps people figure out how to stop existing and start living. And that's a journey we all want to be on. Misha, welcome to the show. Thank you, Eric. How are you today? I'm doing great, and, I, and I'm really excited to talk to you. Your, your story is, um, is, is truly remarkable, and I, and I think it would be best to start for our listeners just with some background and, and tell us how you came to be doing what you're doing and, and how you got to be involved with, with helping to transform, redefine, rebuild, and restore lives. <laughs> Well, it's an honor to be with you today, and uh, I just come straight from a foundation of authenticity, Eric. Um, It has been truly a a journey for me to get to this point with infrared, and it was something to my surprise, actually, uh, when I was actually, you know, if you don't mind me being a little bit spiritual, but I am who I am, and um, it was... I was just at my desk one day about uh, in July 2018 and thanking God for my my health and everything around me because it just been such a challenging time for the last 15 years uh, since the last recession. And I just got a download saying, hey, you know, I know you, you want to be able to thank me, but I need something from you. And uh, it's a two-way relationship when you're in a spiritual relationship with God. So I was thanking him for my life because I had just fought off cancer in 2017. And basically, infrared vision was birthed out of the fact that I remember in the last recession that we had back in 2008, 9, 10, I was working for a couple employers and got laid off. I've always been in sales, Eric, since 1993, sold many things from ball bearings, temporary service, you name it, I've done it basically. Copiers, when you you meet a copier rep, Eric, I tell you, they are the people that hit the foundation and hit it hard and get it done. So basically, I just woke up one day after a loss of a child and a previous divorce, and uh, moved from Dayton, Ohio. I am a small town country girl from Ohio and moved to Maryland for a promotion. And I just, right around that time, I was about 43 and I just looked in the mirror one day, Eric, and was like, you're better than this. I was feeling somewhat depressed. You know, a lot of people don't talk about depression, but I was feeling somewhat depressed, lost with, you know, just walking around aimlessly, really not understanding the direction of life and not really enjoying going to work anymore. So I just took a look in the mirror and said, hey, there's a better version of you and we have to find it. So you've painted a, 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 an amazing picture for us. And certainly it sounds like 
um, an epiphany or a, a series of revelations, which is which is terrific. Um, how? What was the first step? I, you, you took a promotion. You moved to Maryland. Um, uh, incidentally, I have a business partner who moved from Cincinnati to Maryland to join our firm a couple of years ago. So there's a migration from Ohio to Maryland happening, whether people know it or not. Um, so, so what was the what was the you told us sort of what the trigger event was and what the epiphany was, the aha moment that you had. But what was, what was the, what were the tangible steps that you took um, to begin sort of changing that trajectory, that track? Well, you know, if if you want to laugh with me for a moment, most people look in the mirror to wash their face. Uh, you know, if you're male and and shave and and uh, make sure you have a pretty smile. A woman puts on her makeup, fluffs her hair, and makes sure she has a pretty smile. And I can remember the day that I just stood in the mirror for about two or three hours because uh, part of Infrared Vision's message when you're talking about redefining yourself, it is a inward journey that you just have to, and for me, that I had to stand in the mirror and just stop. You know, you know how we get up and just go to work every single day? We're kind of like robots. And I stood in the mirror for a really long time and just took a real long evaluation of myself personally and professionally. And what I saw looking back at me was the mere fact that I was better than some of my relationship choices. I was better than some of the decisions that I was making in terms of my professional, because uh, because I am talented at sales, I realized that the companies that I was working for, they were actually making more money than I was in my check. So I was like, wow, you need to separate yourself from a job and you need to redefine your identity in order to take the next steps. And what happened after that was amazing. Um, I actually quit my job actually worked a job first and then took on a sideline to help a company out in Nashville, Tennessee to grow. It's a pharma company called um, RP Returns. And through that, I went to work every single day at a company where I was helping shop owners grow. So I actually had a job where I was in a call center taking calls, which originally I thought it was beneath me. But then at that particular job, that's where I met myself in terms of a vision because the president of that particular company had a mandate that you would create a vision board and sit it on your desk every single day. Now, I'll be honest with you, Eric, at first, I did not believe in this vision board sitting on my desk, but... I went to this job that I hated because the shop owners were cussing me out every single day. I'm just being blunt, you know, about trying to improve them and their lives in terms of their businesses. And I've been in this 30 something years, Misha, what could you teach me by me coming out to this class? And then on the side, I would go home and I would take it from zero and helping this particular company grow with the pharma on the side. And I would do that every single day, but I would come back to work looking at this vision board. And the vision board became a real tool for me. I took it seriously probably after the first year because at that particular company I was working for that I didn't like, it was such a mandatory thing that you would, it would make you think beyond 
what was in front of you. So even though I took a job that was half of the income that I used to make in the last layoff, I found out through the vision board that I was better than what I was putting in into the work and what came out of that. In February 2015, Eric, I was able to quit my day job because I built up so much revenue on my sideline that I just became came home and became a full-time entrepreneur. So I took a vision, redefined myself, and birthed out of that infrared vision. That is what I call a graduation. So first of all, congratulations for taking the leap. Um, there's something about trudging to a job you don't like that is so, um, it, it makes you downtrodden and it, it really does beat on you. Um, and being able to, to scratch the entrepreneurial itch and determine, um, you know, to determine your own fate, your own future, your own destiny, it, it matters. There's no question. And for the right people, some people would prefer not to have that kind of uncertainty because, you know, when you're doing a side hustle, and you're sure you're not millennial, right? Because millennials have cornered the side hustle market. Um, but, no. but when you're, you're sure, not a millennial. Okay. But, but no, when you're doing no, a side I, hustle. I started that at 43. But let me tell you, if you don't mind me um, telling you. Please. The, there is a theme behind that uh, that is going to go deep below your skin for a moment. And hopefully your listeners can appreciate this. Uh, when I came to Maryland again, I came with a very low uh, sense of self-esteem and hurt and pain because I had experienced a divorce and a loss of my one and only child. And um, when I was in the hospital, I can remember uh, the nurse tapping me on my shoulder because do shock that she only lived for 12 hours, but she was like, you know, you did not name her. What, it, what do you want to name her? And I remember my name being biblical. I don't know that my parents did that intentionally, but I wanted to give her a biblical name, and I named her Mara. And in the biblical sense, Mara is the big body of river. And so back then I decided that whatever I do from this point on, I'm going to work my butt off because eventually I want to buy me a big beach house facing a big body of water. And so my total inspiration has gone based off of my experience and just redefining who I am and moving to Maryland and moving to a step of, of rebuilding myself as well. I, I, well, you said you'd be under my skin. You certainly have. Um, I, I can't imagine that. I, I'm, I'm a father of one uh, 10-year-old daughter who is my whole world, and um, I, I can't imagine what that felt like. It's, it's, every, it's everyone's single worst nightmare. Um, it is. And to be able yeah. to, to – I, I, there's, there's, you know, in almost any other context, there are ways to, to navigate. There's, there's some kind of blueprint to navigate, whether it's the loss of a spouse, which is hard, or, or the loss of – of a home or a job or a marriage or, I mean, it, it, but that's the one there's, there's nothing there's, there's, that's not the order of things. That's not how it's supposed to go. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I, and I, I, I truly, 
I'm, I'm truly amazed that you were able to turn her naming into a mission for yourself. Um, do you have the beach house yet? Close. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Are you serious? It's coming. I'm actually, it's been a long journey. Like I said, you know, this has been a walk here since the, you know, the last recession. Let me go back to 2008, 9, 10 for you. 2008, sure. 9, 10. Since we're talking about don't, um, don't retire, graduate. Um, I was actually working for another uh, position that uh, when it's not about political, what I'm about to say, but it was about the situation of taking another job and another layoff. So I've actually, since I've been in Maryland, I've had two layoffs because you're only as good as your last sale in some places. And so back in 2008, 9, 10, I was just like anybody else, you know, making decent money not really budgeting very well. And so when I got called for the layoff, it was the same day that Obama took office and you know raised his hand and took the oath that he was becoming president of the United States. Again, I'm not mentioning anything versus politically because I'm neither here nor there. I'm not a donkey or an elephant, to be honest with you, but I do my best to make some decisions based on, you know, uh, certain criteria. But my point is, is that it was back then that I turned to uh, my husband at the time, and I said, this is a mess. This is a mess. And he was like, what? I said, these finances are a mess. We're not ever, ever, ever coming back here. So, Eric... To be honest with you, I have spent the last eight years, uh, I remember sitting down with a financial advisor in 2014, and he's like, Ms. Nutton, your situation is you're trying to figure out how to save for retirement, but you got all this debt. And I said, Michael, I remember his name, he's with Fidelity, and I was like, you are exactly right. So I, 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 I'll tell you what. Thank you for spending two hours for me, but I'm going home and I'm going to correct this situation. Well, Eric, you're talking to a woman now who has been mentoring people over the last couple of years to deal with their debt number, not so much in the number, but the mindset around it is overwhelming if you've got fifty, sixty, seventy thousand, a hundred thousand dollars worth of debt in front of you and you are over the age of forty three, forty four, forty five and trying to figure out how to retire. So I have gotten all my friends to convert their mindset about their debt into a percentage. So you're talking to a woman, not only who has had those financial challenges with uh, financially, but also with job and figuring it out and now becoming an entrepreneur. But you are talking to a woman as of today where I am 93% bad debt free. <laughs> that's so that's a work in my book, Misha. 93 percent is pretty good yes yes and i'm planning on knocking out the rest by the end of this year i was gonna ask you where is the finish line and if it's this calendar year um when you write that last check whether it's a, a physical check or it's online or whatever when you make that last payment and your consumer debt or personal debt or adverse debt free uh i want you to remember that moment bottle it because one of the absolute determinants in you know my almost 30-year career uh, working with families and working with individuals and, and seeing folks at all different levels of, of financial wherewithal and certainly of the debt spectrum, 
the happiest retirees have a few things in common, and one of them is being debt free. And that doesn't mean yeah. not to have a mortgage. I mean, if you're if you're still looking at a place at the at the shore, you may wind up with a mortgage to do that. But um, but the consumer debt is a it's a killer, and um, debt reduction plans are onerous, and no one likes to. It, people feel embarrassed. I mean, did you feel when you were and your husband at the time were talking about that? Was there embarrassment? Was there shame? Was there despair? Like what, what, what were the emotions you were feeling um, at the time when you left that financial advisor's office and said, hey, we got to do this? Um, it was everything because it was, it was uh, embarrassment. It was like, I thought I was smart enough to, you know, I thought I was doing an okay time, you know, okay thing with my budget. It, but it felt heavy, Eric. It felt like a brick on my chest, you know, because when you go through a couple of layoffs and you're trying to reorganize your finances, and may I mention back then in the last recession, I always refer back then because it is my point of change, absolute change. And you're sitting in front of the bank begging them to not take your house. You know what I mean? You, you know, everything was behind and then you have that debt and you're begging them to take, this is a beautiful story if I can share it with you. Please. So I go face to face with Wells Fargo to save my house. We were like eight or $9,000 behind in the payments. So I tell some friends about the, the reorganization that the banks were going to be at this particular school in PG County. And do you know, my friends got their um, reorganizations or refis done quickly. For me, <laughs> once again, seems to be hard in my mind like everything else. I kept getting, no, no, Miss Nevin. Nope, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. So, Eric, after about two hours, I'm sitting there in tears in front of the young lady, and finally my spiritual sense just kicks in once again. She said, ma'am, I can't do anything. And I looked at that young lady just as sure as I'm talking to you today. I said, do you believe in prayer? And she said, yes. And I said, well, my friend, give me your hands because we're about to pray over this situation because I am not walking out of here without any kind of reorganization on my house. I am not losing that house. God bought it for me, and I know he's going to save it. So we dropped our heads in prayer. Eric, true story. Next five minutes, she looks up at me with tears in her eyes. She starts typing on the computer. She said, just a minute, one more thing, one more thing. Next thing you know, I got, not only did I get a yes, <laughs> but I got the interest rate dropped from 7.5% to 2% two per, two fixed for the rest of my life. <laughs> with oh, my goodness. Yes, yeah, so I am still standing in the house and the home office uh, that almost got taken away. I tell you, if I could be straight up with you, Please? there is nothing in this world that gets done without walking by faith. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. If you ask me what my foundation is to get this life of mine since I was 43 and now I'm 54 turned around, to redefine, rebuild, and restore, it is only by faith and my belief in God. And 
that's how I'm able to talk to you today. You're, this this is a great story. Have you, have you written uh, a book, or I know you're doing a course, right? Is is is? Do you have a? Tell us about your program. Tell us about infrared, because um, I know there are listeners out there who are having either financial difficulties or health difficulties, or you know, th- this is daunting. And 2020 has been in every way a unique year, and I'm so tired of hearing the term new normal. Um, this year's been really, really hard on a lot of people. Uh, tell us about your program. Tell us what you do. Okay, so um, I have built a company. And for Red Vision, of course, there's a lot of mentors and coaches out there. I mean, it's a billion dollar, over a billion dollar annual uh, type industry. But I have decided that I did some research And I found out that there's not really a whole lot of companies that are focused on people who are 40, 50, 60 plus. And through the last five years of my research, I just realized that everyone seems to be focused on millennials or just the, you know, most popular things like growing a business or things like that. And I remember going through my transitions, I actually was kind of selfish and inward because I'm both introvert and extrovert. Um, I'm called an ambivert. (laughs) So that I have never heard that term. (laughs) I've never heard that term before. Yes. uh, Ambivert is a combination. I actually learned it last year, a combination of an introvert and an extrovert. So ambivert, ambivert. And I would have just thought vert. I don't know. That means that okay. I'm both inward. I'm inward when it comes to um, relationships and things of that nature. But when it comes to um, making money or anything like that, I enjoy the art of sales. I enjoy the art of connecting and networking and things of that nature. But I fight between the two in my personality at times, depending on depending on different circumstances. So um, what I have found is that infrared vision will address the needs of the aging community because we are no longer, and you probably would agree with this, 40 plus and 50 plus, we are no longer what we thought to be when we were growing up and looking at our grandparents. You know, we are a very dynamic uh, community. Uh, We actually are making uh, 50, 50 look like the new 35 <laughs> if you take care of yourself. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know a lot of female and, and male professionals that I've networked with, and with over the age of 50 who are just really moving and shaking. And infrared is all about um, getting to the people that are actually not able to bounce back. There's a story when I did lose my daughter, there was a young lady that came to the hospital and she said, Misha, I would like for you to look at uh, people like a rubber ball and a glass ball. There is a story on the internet like this. I didn't know she was telling me the story on the internet. And she was like, some people are like a rubber ball. They're able to bounce back. But some people are like a glass ball that when you drop it, it just shatters. And they don't know how to pick up the pieces. And I decided early on that I am 
I choose to be like a rubber ball. If something is coming my way, yes, I'll get knocked down, but I will bounce back. But in the download spiritually about infrared vision, about the 40 plus community, I was asked to get to the people that are like a glass ball that are broken. They can't find all their glass pieces. They're not able to put themselves back together. And I tell you, even though I'm two years into infrared, that's who I'm after, Eric. I'm after those people. Um, there's a lot of them out there. I mean, that is, I think there's a, a significant need for folks to know how to be resilient. Um, one of the things that I like so much about my daughter's school, um, she's a fifth grader, and they're the word they use the most. It's, a, it's an all-girls school, and they use the word resilience. And yeah. if there's one thing, if there's one thing that you can take away from, from that, it's this idea that, yes, you're going to be knocked down. A life without, um, a, you know, a road without, without speed bumps or a life without setbacks, um, it, it just doesn't exist. And, and you're going to get knocked down. I, I don't know how many people have been knocked down quite as hard as you have, though, Misha. I mean, you're, you're not talking about um, disappointments. You're talking about real tragedy. And um, I imagine that you're, you're attracting folks who have been through similar types of, of tragedies. Are you, are you working with uh, folks who have had a loss of a loved one? Uh, what is, is there a typical profile for the folks who, who reach out to you? Yes, actually, the people who have been through a lot of adversity, um, the, the people who we serve are folks who have been through adversity, either through a loss of a loved one, um, they're transitioning out of a marriage, uh, or they are not sure about their next in terms of their career. Uh, there's a lot of what I found, there's a lot of stagnation going on with people, period. Um, and also, I want to talk about the fact that, you know, the world society wants to box us, put us all in boxes. You agree with that, Eric? Uh, in a lot of ways, yeah. It's yes. easier. It's easier to reach your target if if everyone's in a in a uh, in a single container. Yes. Well, I'm finding, and I have done some research with various people uh, over the last five years. I'm even finding, you know, how people say, "Oh, well, somebody's got a lot of money. They should be happy. They should be content. Whatever." Well, we know money does not buy happiness. Um, actually, money is a tool, is what I've learned in the last 10 years. It's a tool. And I've been at all financial levels, you know, zero, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, you know, 100,000, 150,000, back down to zero. And what I've found consistently, no matter what your income is, come, is that is or is not coming in, if you are not happy within yourself, if you don't have a sense of contentment within yourself, it doesn't matter what type of money or level that I put into your hands. You know this for yourself being a financial advisor. Um, you've seen money go through the hands of people quickly, and then you've seen some who are actually handling it very, very well. Am I correct? 100%. And, and, and yes. there is absolutely... 
no um, no correlation between money and happiness. Um, it, right. it just it just doesn't exist. Some of the happiest people I know are are not wealthy people, and some of the most miserable people I've met are very wealthy people. And um, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. You're right on. <laughs> well, what I have found oh, with infrared visions research, uh, I actually used a research group between the ages of 35 and 75 in the last five years. I had vision board meetings, I had evaluations, I've done private conferences, and what I have found is that people are just really thirsty to be themselves. And if you don't know who you are, then you won't know how to authentically be yourself. And what I have found in my own transformation, and I want to deliver through infrared vision um, moving forward, is for people to truly identify and get comfortable with themselves. For instance, I heard a story a couple of years ago about a CEO making $150,000 a year, and all he really wanted to do was go swim with the dolphins. But you want to know what the mindset behind that was? He was fixed on the mindset that he was worried about what if I, what about my prestige? What about other people's opinions and things of that nature? And Eric, I tell you, we all need to dispel the myth of worrying about other people's opinions. If you're a CEO and you don't like being a CEO and making all that money, then fine, stack your money and you want to go swim with the dolphins, go swim with the dolphins. <laughs> Who cares? Well, you, <laughs> Who cares? you, you, you nailed it. It's going to make you happy. Yes. You, you nailed it. And, um, you know, we're, we're running out of time and I could talk to you for three days, but we're, we're running out of time and, um, one of the things that uh, we, we always do on this show is request an extra credit assignment, which is that one nugget of wisdom, that one action um, that someone can take from having spent a half an hour with you. Um, what would that one extra credit assignment be for our listeners today? I would like for anyone listening to my voice today is to really sit down and put a line down the middle of a piece of paper. And on one side of it, I would ask you a question to ask yourself. Put at the top of the one side of the sheet of paper and ask yourself, am I living? And then on the other side of the sheet of the paper, ask yourself, or am I just existing? And in the middle sheet of the paper, in the middle, right in the middle, put your, the word why. And just sit there and meditate on that and write those things out in those columns. And if you're a little confused or unsure about what to do with that information, I offer you and invite you to visit www.infraredvision.org and visit to have a chat with me for free for about 30 minutes and just to see if it's a good fit to answer some of those questions because sometimes when you are by yourself and you're just trying to figure out what your next is, sometimes don't be like me who didn't ask for help, but sometimes you'll just need help in figuring out what that is all about, Eric. 
Misha, that's a great assignment, and I hope people will take it to heart. I hope people will do um, just what you said and figure out if they're existing or if they're living and why. I hope they'll contact you and have a conversation with you. And, I, I, you know, you, you confided in me uh, before we went on air today that uh, this was the first time you'd ever guessed it on a podcast. So, number one, well done. Number two, I'm so glad to have had an exclusive interview with you because this is you'll always always have one first and this is it um and lastly what i tell everyone who's going to do a a podcast interview or any type of interview the number one thing that they should always be is authentic and i didn't say that to you because i didn't have to you are as authentic as they come so misha thank you thank you for spending time with us today uh, I do hope folks will reach out to you. I think it's amazing uh, that you've uh, you've been that rubber ball. And I also think it's amazing that a job you hated that forced you to do a vision board you didn't want has impacted your career in so many ways that that's, that's also a great story. So um, thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm humbled and honored to be on your show today, Eric. I do appreciate it. For all our listeners, please subscribe to our podcast, post comments and reviews. Don't Retire, Graduate is now a book available in print, Kindle, and audio formats. For more information or to order your copy, go to brotmanmedia.com books or search for Eric Brotman on amazon.com. To learn more about BFG Financial Advisors, visit us on social media or at bfgfa.com. We'll be back next week with another installment of Office Hours and in two weeks with another engaging guest. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. From this day forward, let us begin visualizing our dreams and building our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website at don'tretiregraduate.com to subscribe. And please like us and post comments on social media. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.